the powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, 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 and we are continuing to broadcast live on VoiceAmerica.com. This is Lori H. Schwartz, your tech cat, and we are here at the fabulous Insight Innovation Exchange. And often you leave the best for last, and I think that with our next speaker, that is the case. We have the fabulous Ryan Hogg, who is an account executive at Afinio, and we are going to really get into now some of that social graph discussion. Now, a lot of the companies that have come to talk to us in the last two days have talked about how they're finally implementing social data into more traditional marketing research, but I've always looked at social data as a marketing executive more on its own, right, with mm-hmm. social media data and social media starts. So tell us what Afinio is doing in the space that's so revolutionary. Sure. Afinio is taking uh, an audience-first approach to social media data analytics and insights, um, where you know 99% of the industry typically uses social media to mine conversational data, uh, and then manually and laboriously sometimes try to infer insights or deduce insights from that by uh, looking at what people are talking about, looking at, you know, basically uh, content that they're sharing and engaging with. Affinio instead looks first and foremost at what people connect to fundamentally. Um, social network graph analytics is lending itself to uh, insight discovery rather than insight validation, um, which has traditionally, you know, led us up to this point in the industry where we can really get at the what in terms of what is being said on social, but we can't put behind it the context or the who effectively uh, in regards to who these people are and what else they're interested in and what else they're talking about uh, and where they go to find and consume content and who they share it with. Those are the types of questions uh, that network graph analytics, social network graph analytics, uh, lends itself to. Now, today when you presented and you talked about interest graph segmentation, what exactly is that? I mean, I know you sort of just laid out um, social graph for, for uh, researchers, but what, what do you mean by interest graph? Yeah, definitely. I mean, really when we talk about segmentation, you know, there's a couple different ways to do it. Namely, demographics has been the, the main purveyor in the industry. Um, when we're talking about interest-based segmentation, we're really getting at, you know, beyond demographics, beyond a cohort like an 18 to 34-year-old millennial, for example, what are the different sub-cohorts of that demographic? What are those different, what are those different individuals themselves following? And by looking at the patterns and what they follow, not what they say and not what they look like and not what their age and gender is, we can really get at those passion triggers and those points, the things left unsaid. Uh, that really reflect that individual in their entirety. And we're able to actually visualize that for brands, for media agencies and companies uh, in a way that's easily communicatable uh, and in a way that really conveys an understanding of who these people are as individuals and not as kind of cold, hard demographics uh, or cold, hard segments, for example. Now, I remember there was a company, I don't know if you know these guys, Bluefin, and I think they got bought by Twitter and they were you, they were kind of looking at tweets and and grouping them and saying, okay, everyone that watches Buffy at 8 p.m. loves pizza. Right. Because, look, they happen to be tweeting about pizza while they're tweeting about the show. And, and I guess that's a form of affinity and they're able to segment like that. Is that along the lines of what you're talking about or are you going much deeper? Much deeper into what's effectively called the silent lurker, the silent passive audiences. Um, really, when we look at audiences on social with Affinio, what we find is only around 10 to 20% of an entire social audience, let's take every active user on Twitter, only 10 to 20% of Twitter's active user base really says anything at all at the end of the day, uh, less so even on topic or on brand. Um, the rest of those people are basically lurkers. You know, they're, they're silent, they're engaging with uh, influencers, they're engaging with people that are relevant to them, content that they consume, uh, ads that resonate with them that they click on, but they're not really posting, they're not really saying anything, and as a result, 
brands and media agencies um, and companies alike are really missing the big picture. The, the full kind of entirety of the iceberg. We're only really scratching at the surface by looking at conversations. When we can go a layer deeper and look at those connections, we can start to put context behind those. And we can say, you know, people who are tweeting about pizza uh, and in regards to that show, are they in fact a diehard fan? Are they following the show's actors? Are they following the, the, fan, the fan accounts and the fan assets? Um, or are they more a passive participant? Are they someone interested in sports that, you know, regularly tunes in the show every now and then sometimes tweets about it? Well, that is so interesting. And is is it all about the Twitter API or are you pulling in from Facebook and you're pulling in from everywhere else? Right now we have access to Twitter and Pinterest. We recently had Instagram. Of course, it's on a hiatus due to the recent API changes. Mm -hmm. um, the goal is to be completely cross-platform to add on as many networks as we can. Uh, ultimately, the, the core IP, which is the, the graph engine of Affinio that, that really clusters these audiences into different segments, uh, naturally forming segments, it's applicable to... Um, all kinds of different industries. It's applicable to um, investment, investment, for example, in insurance industries and, and detecting fraud and uh, clustering and even identifying spam accounts and robots. Um, you know, some further kind of uh, futuristic applications that we could envision for it one day are actually being able to, to cluster bots, let's say, um, that are fake traffic. Mm. You know, this is a major, major problem in the industry for publishers. Right now, right now, right. It's costing upwards of $9 billion. And they, they actually say it's impacting the election, too, because there are fake Hillary and Trump Absolutely. You know, bots going on. So what, what I love about the way you talk, just the way that you talk, Mr. Ryan Hogg, is you talk like a traditional researcher, <laughs> right? Um, but you're speaking about social media data and social media insights. And that's the thing I think that we've seen at this conference in the last two days is that, is that those two worlds are finally coming together. You know, but you're looking at behaviors that are unique to the traditional researcher, mm -hmm. you know, because it took them so long to, to believe in the, the social media platforms, right? You're so right. Um, yeah. And, and what, what insights are you garnering from some of the behaviors that you're seeing out there? Is there any sort of trends that you're picking up on from, from consumer behavior right now? from all the data that you're looking at? In terms of trends, it's more so in terms of actionable insights that we want to provide you with. So we want to give market researchers, digital marketing teams, the ability to really go and activate a campaign in a relevant and very timely manner uh, by, by you know, providing analyses that typically would take weeks and, and lots of manpower to, to, to kind of um, put out. Uh, in a matter of an hour and a half, for example. Um, so for us, it's all about fast, agile research and insights. And I think that's a big theme at IEX mm -hmm. uh, that we've increasingly been hearing. Uh, and I think that lends itself to this kind of convergence, like you mentioned, of the traditional um, kind of age, as well as this new kind of innovative looking at social media, not as a silo, not as a channel, um, but as a rich pool of human insight and behavior. Um, so some of those behaviors and trends that we're picking up on uh, are really just the silent ones, the ones that don't really have signals put out on social networks, but are based on someone's probability to follow an account, for an example. Mm. Uh, and being able to take that knowledge and either directly advertise against a person like that, or many more just like them, to create content based on what they're already engaging and resonating, um, what's already resonating in that group, excuse me, um, as well as where they live, who influences them, and so much more. And what was your background? Did you come from research or were you, did you come more from social media analysis or how did you come to be Mr. Groovy Guy? Not, <laughs> neither, actually. Um, my background's in, in military intelligence. Oh my uh, goodness. And, and then in accounting. At Are KPMG. you Israeli? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the closest I've ever brushed up, you know, prior to, to joining Affinio was a consulting gig at IBM. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, you know, what really attracted me about this company, uh, I met the team very early on. 
Uh, we were still pre-Series A, uh, very, very early. We kind of had half a platform built, um, but the vision and the way they conveyed it was what really stuck with me. And that's how I ended up at Affinio, and since then I've been drinking from a fire hose. Well, <laughs> that's a great expression for that for that data. But but in terms of, I'm um, just going back to my original question about like trends in behavior. Are are you seeing any that have surprised you in the last year? Looking at the data, anything that you're you're you know you're kind of like, wow, that is interesting. I think it's really about the discovery portion. Um, it's about finding like those new audiences that you didn't know existed because mm-hmm. you know those people are typically silent. So the biggest the biggest insights and trends that, that I've been seeing are really unexplored niche audiences mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and niche influencers that break out within those audiences and this new concept of uh, identifying networks of really micro niche influencers to achieve the same kind of reach <laughs> that a celebrity endorsement or a large ubiquitous kind of influencer mm-hmm. campaign would. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that resonate more directly and authentically with those groups and with those target kind of customers and audiences. Oh, that's so interesting. And we were just talking about Snapchat. And the news today was that um, there's more Snapchat activity than Twitter activity. What do you think is going on with Twitter right now? I know that they have not really come out in the U.S. marketplace with numbers. And so that's causing Wall Street to really attack them in many ways but I, I was recently at an event in Europe and I saw a lot of the work that they're doing and they're, they're doing really well um, globally in terms of lighting up businesses and, and creating engagement for the C-suite there so I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about Twitter. I'm all for Twitter. We actually have a I mean, very have very close relationship solutions. with them. Like their video solutions are mind blow. They're incredible. Yeah. What they've built is unprecedented. Um, the way that that Twitter really kind of envisions itself is, is completely different from most social networks. You know, you've got your Facebooks, your pay to plays. You've got your Snapchats, your black boxes, and you've got this really open, open, rich data set like Twitter. Um, and the whole company's ethos and internal values revolve around that. You know, this openness. I think Twitter gets a bad rep in the U.S. simply because everyone's trying to jump on the next big thing. Right, right. I think I think you are absolutely right. And I think that that they just need to be more public about what they're doing so that people lay off them. I don't totally understand how Jack Dorsey runs that and Square. He's uh, a pretty admirable guy. I know. I don't get, I mean, that's two huge, you know, life changing, you know, industry changing platforms. But I, it, it, but I it's wonder really when he finds time to sleep. Yeah, I don't think he does. <laughs> now, of any of your clients, uh, the work that you've been doing with clients, is there any case study you can share with us? Any interesting you know, sort of insight that you that you garnered from working with a client? Sure. One of my favorite is BBC Worldwide. Mm-hmm. One of our earliest adopters, uh, their EVP insight, David Boyle, is a humongous evangelist of Affinio, uh, and he's an all-around great guy, brilliant man. BBC uses us to basically look across all of their branded media assets and figure out who's following each, mm-hmm. what kind of content each prefers in terms of these different consumer segments or these different viewer groups. Um, and, and a real good case study of that was pressed up against a, a, you know, a really tight timeline and deliverable, the BBC needed to create an influencer campaign um, for uh, a, a show that they were running. Um, Doctor Who? No, it was Stargazer. So okay. they were looking at this <laughs> I just this said Stargazer Doctor Who because I love Doctor Who. Okay, sorry, <laughs> That's a guys. great show, by yeah. the way. Um, BBC needed to find people who were basically into astrophysics mm-hmm. and space exploration. And they needed to find a bunch of micro-influencers in a very short amount of time, three weeks in fact, um, to, to basically source small video clippets uh, that were basically wishing a, an astronaut good luck on his journey. 
Um, so they did that. They used the Finio for it. Uh, within a week, they had over 700, 800 influencers identified. Uh, and they basically had about a 15 to 20% response rate from those and sign up wow. rate. Wow. Okay, great. So real great activation on an insight or building building a community. Great basically. activation, yeah. Yeah, that, that is so smart. And Ryan, um, where can we read more about what Afinio is doing? And are you a blogger yourself? Are you tweeting? What's going on? I contribute to the blog every now and then. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd say our blog is the best place for kind of direct to the source information. Um, other than that, we're often in the news. We have our Twitter account at Afinio.com. Um, you can find us across almost every social channel. And, and you yourself, are you tweeting as well? Yes, absolutely. I'm, it, a, I'm a huge fan of Twitter. I'm a is huge it user. at Ryan Hogg? It's at Ryan J. Hogg. So J. please look. Because <laughs> <laughs> are there other Ryan Hoggs? I mean, did someone come along and steal your name? Presumably, yeah. yeah. The, the username was taken. I, I tried to grab it for simplicity's sake. Yeah, I um, some some girl in Japan has Tech Cat, and she has like five. <laughs> five followers but uh we had a language barrier so i couldn't <laughs> so i had to add girl yeah it's um, it's nearly impossible to get those once yeah. um once they go inactive twitter yeah. has its own kind of spam team that that yeah. really owns those those types of accounts right and and, and uh locks them down they well do. it's been so great talking to you um we love hearing from folks like you who are really blending these just you know different worlds and you're such an expert in social so you you um it's so great especially at the end of two days of hearing from more traditional marketers to hear how you're coming from you know this the social media side the, the interest graph or the social graph and really uh, creating um insights around that so we look forward to hearing more from Afinio and from ryan hogg who's a super smart guy and it's been great talking to everyone here at iex and um really hearing from great marketing insights we'll be back again on the tech cat show with laurie h schwartz Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. <laughs>